שלום, שלום everybody, we didn't do life for a long time. So, פרשת ויירה. What can I tell you about פרשת ויירה that you don't know? It's not ויירה, sound the same. It's ויירה. ויירה is a revelation of God uh, to Moses. And actually the name of Avram mentioned there. Uh, when, when it's written that uh, to Moses I'm revealing to you the name Yud Kevavkei and, and the name, this type of name I was not revealed to Avraham, Yitzhak Yaakov and here it's Vayera God is revealing himself Be'elone Mamre in a place called Elone Mamre of course from the Midrash point of view there is a question where is Elone Mamre and why there? well one explanation Mamre was the person that convinced Avram to do the Brit Bina, to do the circumcision. So meaning that without Mamre, Avram have some doubts because he went to his friend to ask them, what do you think? And Mamre told them, listen, the same God that saved you from Augustine, from the fire, the same God that tell you about that there is hunger, so you can go to Egypt to eat, is the same God who's telling you the Brit. I think you should listen. So for that reason, God revealed himself in Mamre with respect to another explanation of the Zohar. Elone Mamre is actually Jacob. Because alone means strong, strength, alone. Okay, means strong. Mamre is a combination of 200, uh, basically 281, which is the 200 Olamot universes that related to Yaakov, according to Shir Hashim, and Pirio is has to do also with Yaakov. So they say, some people say that's the strength of Yaakov. So there's two opinions. First, I'm going to the story. And it says that he was sitting there after the Brit Milah. It was very painful for Avram. It was after the Brit, after circumcision. And then he saw, and there is two, uh, three angels. And he ran. He ran away, ran with his pain. That was the third day of the pain. And they, they bowed to each other. He begged them to come in as a guest. And he gave them water, he put them under the famous tree, the tree that we talk about is the special palm trees. The dead palm trees, when the people are good, the palm tree takes his uh, leaves or branches and create a shade above the person. Okay? Uh, so he showed that they're good. And please eat. And then you can go on your way. He didn't even think that they are coming for him because they look Ishmaelim. Ishmaelim, they look like uh, uh, Arabs that traveling the desert, like Bedouin. And he told his wife, please, please fast everything, fast make food for them because I'm sure they're in a rush. And he was so happy to go and serve them. And then they asked, they asked him, and there is three doubts about this question, no doubts, that, by the word I love. Where is your wife, Sarah? She said, she's in tent. And we're coming back to you, and your wife will have a boy. Can you imagine? Three strangers tell you this. Sarah is listening, and she starts laughing. Because they're both old. And the, the, the big story is that she said, my husband is uh, old, because she got her period before that, even if she was old. And God make it look like Sarah was not making didn't laugh it out. Avram, God make it like it's because it's a personal thing between God and Sarah. So he said to Avram, how come your wife is laughing at me? At God, it's so nice. 
Can you imagine God played that game? Why? Because he wants to create a certain white lie that will not hurt the feeling of uh, Abraham. Just to let you know who God is, so when you connect to God, pray to God, you're praying to the source of love. You're not praying to the source of punishing. The punishing comes from Midat Adin, from the attribute of judgment, not from God. And then God said to Abraham, what's going to happen? And he tells him about Sodom and Gomorrah. Do you want to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? Of course, Abraham acting different than Noah, similar to Moshe Rabbeinu. And he said, why would you do that? Maybe there is good people there. Maybe there is 45, 30, 20, 10. And then he stopped there. And he said, if there be a few people, I will save the whole town. And of course, Lot is living in Sodom and Gomorrah. Remember, Lot is nephew. And the angels go in there to save him. But the city of Sodom and Gomorrah is all about negativity. It's all about being selfish and take for yourself. It's all about me, 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 and myself. And uh, Lot, who studied from Abraham, he said, you know what, if, uh, he said to the city, he said, please do not touch the two guests who come to my house. The two guests who come to his house was two angels. Two angels. So if you want my daughters to do with them whatever you want, go ahead. But do not touch them. And we know that the way they treat people who give, because it was forbidden to give in Sodom and Gomorrah. It was forbidden to open your house for hospitality. It's forbidden. Unfortunately, some of the people, till today, you have some houses that people live inside that I don't think saw a guest for about five years. You know, the house smelled bad. You know, I go to people's home and the house smelled bad. The first thing I tell you, when the last time guests walk in this, this place? When is the last time you did giving? If you don't do giving of your house, you don't do any giving. So they didn't allow them to do that. So they want those two angels, those two people. So they didn't know they were angels. And the angel opening the energy, okay? And they create so much light that they blind everybody who look at them from the light. Then they look at Lot and say to him, is there is anybody here? Yeah. Because we destroy everything. So he took Lot, he took his daughter, his two sons-in-law make fun of him. His wife came with him and they asked him not to look back. Not to look back, just to look forward. Back meaning dinim, judgment. So they hold him, the angels, and they take him out of the city. And uh, she looked back, she became a pillar of salt, it's a famous story. And then they thought that the universe uh, has been destroyed, the family of Lot. So what happened? Two daughters sleeping with their father. One daughter sleeping with no agenda, just for the sake of recreating sperm and eggs so the population of the universe will continue. And uh, uh, one of them created Moab, okay? Moab, who is Moab, the Moab, that give birth eventually to Ruth, who give birth eventually to King David and the Messiah. And that one is Ammon. Ammon. The people of Ammon who fight the Israelites all the time. 
In the meantime, we're going back to the story of Avram. And the same story with Avimelech, that he thinks it's his wife. And then he realizes Sarah is married. And uh, Avimelech is apologizing for that. Even he didn't do anything wrong. And right after that, the famous story of Sarah is giving birth to Yitzhak. And Yitzhak is eight days when he, he, he do the Brit Milah. Like it's supposed to be doing it. And she see again Agar. And what she exactly saw, she saw that uh, Ishmael is shooting an arrow and he actually want to kill Yitzhak. That was his uh, idea. And he also want to bring back everybody to idol worshiping. And uh, for Abraham it was difficult to confront the issue because it's is his son too. But God tell him, you have to listen to your wife this time. You got to let him go. And that's what he did. That's what he did. And she get depressed. She didn't know what to do, Aga, with her son. And it's a, this all, this all, uh, Vayera, it's a very long story. It's a lot of story. But I'm telling you first the story before we jump into the depth. And, um, and the angel promised her that her son will be great as well. All right? They do a covenant of Imelech and Abraham. And they called the city Be'er Shava, not Sheva, Shava. Later on, when Yitzchak called the city, he called it Be'er Sheva. Now it's Shava. Shava means Shvu'a, to swear. And at the end of the parasha, the famous story of the binding of Isaac. The test of the binding of Isaac. Now I want to tell you about the test of the binding of Isaac. It says, Kach na et bincha et yechidecha asher avta, that's one of the toughest tests of Abraham to sacrifice his own son. And God gave him a hint he will not have other children. He just got to go there and do what God is doing. Now it was a, a command. It was like an advice. So Abraham could not do that, but he decided to do it. And in the end, the one who canceled that degree, decree is an angel. Of course, how can God say something that is an angel cancel it because to kill a person only God can tell you to do it. To save a person that God said to kill, everybody can save a person. So that's that's a beautiful thing about it. That we have to look at life, not just what is we need to do based on um, good word is what good for the universe. Anyway, I'm going now to more explanation of what this uh, Pasha is about. So the parasha starts with Vayera. And as I said before, it, it's similar to Moshe Rabbeinu Vayera revelation and Avram revelation. And the idea is to, to start getting into the idea that truly a revelation is need a requirement of certain behavior, a certain condition, and a certain understanding, you gotta study. You gotta have study, you have to have emunah, belief system, and condition, how pure you are, what you're doing with your life. All of those things, when they combine together, you go into madrega, you go into a certain level, where revelation take a place. Those, this revelation called re'iyah. Re'iyah means to see. So whatever it's va'era, with Moshe Rabbeinu, or vayar, <coughs> with Avraham, it's all come from the word lirot. 
what makes you see? How do you see things? The way you see things, it's simple, by developing some type of respect. It's called Yir'ah. Yir'ah is a development of a certain respect. Some people call it fear. Yir'ah is a fear. Some people call it respect. You can look at it both ways, or you can look at a different type of Yir'ah. Yir'at Romemut, Yir'at Apachad. The fear attitude, and that's why I can see, or respect attitude. For example, if you're going to meet a person that's supposed to pay you $210 million, but you don't know it yet. You're sitting in the same room waiting for a doctor. That's where you met him. But you don't know yet the future. You fall asleep now, and now you dream that that person is giving you in one month from now, $210 million. How do you speak to that person when you wake up from your dream? Different. You develop a certain type of respect because you can see things. Now, how can you see things when you don't have yira and respect? So from here we learn that what was special about Abraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Moshe Rabbeinu, all those people who had the respect, all those righteous had respect, not people righteous, they have respect to what's going on around them. They understood the pressure. For example, Rabbi Elimech Nishan scribe that what is different between tzaddik and not tzaddik? Tzaddik is say, Chaim Sha'al Mimecha. Tzaddik understands that he borrowed this life from Hashem, from God. And for that reason, everything is a borrow. He borrowed things. When you borrow something, how do you behave? You respect every minute. You respect every minute it's still with you. But when you take it for granted that it's all yours, what happened at that moment? What happened at that moment? You no longer respect that minute. The whole concept of this parasha is to get to a certain respect. You know, there's many times when you see a lack of respect is between couples. Couple who's been married, or couple who's been together, or between two friends, or two partners, when you no longer respect the person, you don't see who they are. How do you get to more respect around you? Well, you have to start value the thing that is around you. You have to value. You know, if you look at everything as a treasure, okay, that's different. I remember one of my mentors, wonderful man by the name of Meir, this Israeli guy, who taught me something about his business. And he told me, that he made a lot of money and at one point he decided to treat his own children like he treat the biggest investor in his business because he was not busy with his kids that was his thing and he changed his life because he started his kids has a lot of problem he was start attending to everything as if they would be the next investor everything changed so you respect your kids I respect my kids a lot When I respect my kids a lot, I see who they are. You cannot see who the person is if you don't respect them. That's called vayar, uraah. He was able to see. And let's see how, how that works. Where is that going? So I'm going to jump from different places and then I'm going to jump back to the Zohar, okay? Now, another thing, when I had before we're going into that, Avram is in the third day of the Brit, of the circumcision. He's in a lot of pain. Don't need to tell you that how they used to do Brit, 
circumcision these Jews sharp I think stone I think 3,500 years ago I think it's a, it's more than 4,000 years ago I think it's a rock so what is the pain of Avram physical pain what is the other pain of Avram experience ah that's the part we need to understand Avram is all chesed is all giving is all sharing is all loving what is the pain of a person who wants to love that he cannot find somebody to love what is the pain of somebody who want to share that nobody can give to? What is the pain of the person who want to teach? Nobody want to study from, from him. So the old pain of Avram was what? He doesn't have any guests. What he does, God makes sure the sun will come out strong in the desert, in the Middle East. So I don't need to tell you that in the time when it's out, no guests are coming. What does Avram do? He rolls the tent up to make sure it's open for four directions to see if he's missing a guest. He's in severe pain. No Advil at that time. Severe pain. He waiting for a guest. And what was his real pain? You want to know? That he doesn't have any guest. He looked inside and said, maybe I did something wrong. Why I don't have any guest? I want to share with you a story. This year, for all the circumstances, for all the things we had to do, we stay in New York for a long time. For Shoshana, Yom Kippur, for Sukkot, because we had to be in a certain day in Sukkot. We stay. It worked like that. The first night of Sukkot, we were alone. The first and second night of Sukkot, we were alone. And we're in Manhattan. Then we built a secret Sukkot behind the dry cleaning. I know it sounds really weird. Perfect sukkah, by the way. Perfect. There couldn't be more perfect than, than that sukkah. So, we're sleeping there too. I mean, we're sleeping behind the track. Like, it's kind of a funny situation. I couldn't find guests to come to our sukkah. And my kids see me like really, really sad and upset. At one point, one of my sons see me talking to the window. And he said, he asked me if I'm okay. He said, no, I'm not okay. He said, can you relax? I said, I don't want to relax. If we don't have guests in the sukkah, what's the purpose of the sukkah? There's no, 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 no point. So I'm sitting there, and I remember I started singing with my guitar, words to Hashem, begging the Creator, please, even if I don't deserve a guest, give me one guest at least. It's not fair. It's going to be somebody who wanted. We keep calling people, hey, we have good food, we have good dinner, please come to us, please come to us, please come. Nobody want to come. Nobody want to come. What a torture. All of a sudden, my friend Michael from New York called me. Today, you have a room in the sukkah? Say, yes. I don't care to sit outside. What's going on? He said, well, there's a guest who might come. I said, make sure he come. So this guy came, and I was really happy. I couldn't fully understand this section if not what happened to me in Sukkot. When you want to share, and you cannot find somebody to share it with, it's more painful when you want to receive, and you don't find the person who want to give it to you. That's what Abraham experienced. So I just want to share that before we jump in into a few things right away. Okay, so first, we're going to do a few things. 
Then I'm going to jump into the Ari a little bit secret, into the Zohar, hopefully we'll have enough time. It's like this, this from Noam Elimelech on Vayera. When we talk, this section talk about the Akedah. It's like this, it's a little section from the end of Noam Elimelech here. Isaac asked his father, here's the fire, here's the piece of wood, and he say, the fire, and the trees, or oh, and the branches. Why well, yes to say de? It's enough to say there is fire and trees, or there is fire and branches. Why well, you have to see there is a fire, the fire and the trees. Why is Avram has to take trees and woods from his home? Why? Why you have to carry it for three days? You cannot find trees on the way. It's not like today you have factory everywhere. There is pieces of wood. Maybe he was worried that he will not find the trees there. No. If you take the wood, you chop the wood before you sacrifice his son there. Why did Isaac tell him where is the, the, the sacrifice? He could say, Where is the se? Where is the sheep that we're supposed to sacrifice? We need to understand. The Creator, may God bless him and help us to do his mitzvot. He doesn't need our mitzvot. He doesn't need it. It's, it's good to see the person making it. What does God want? That the person have a true desire and totally complete to do whatever God asked him to do. When it comes with his heart, and for that reason it's written, if a person is already thinking to do it right, it's already as if he did it. Because his intention was big. Even though that is the must for the person to finish the mitzvah, he started with an action. It's not enough just to think about it, you have to finish it. And if a person thinks that his meditation is perfect, this has come from the body. The body is preventing him actually from doing it. Don't believe to your body until you finish the mitzvah. For that reason, in the section of Barachot in the Talmud, if a person tried to do some mitzvah, but he was forced not to do it, it's different than if a person tried to do something and he forgot not to do it. It's a big difference. You always have to look to do more. Because God doesn't need your work. It's mostly for you. So if you are doing more for you, it's working. It's working. So for that reason, when Abraham took the wood, took the thing, what he was busy with. Sometimes when you meditate, you go to the highest level, but you're about to do the action. 
A lot of time our intention is higher than our action. When your intention is higher than your action, you can fall from the fire. That's what Abraham was worried about. He was worried when he was in three days on the road to do it, he said, maybe I will become cold. So that's why every action was have to be with flame and with fire. I found it to be like tremendous, tremendous uh, sword, you know, to understand that, that the whole sword here is, is really to be on fire all the time. And that brings the Vayera. So going back to Vayera, you want to see something, first we say, you have to have Yira, you have to have an R. You want to see something, do something the same way you meditate. So let's say you meditate to buy your wife the biggest gift. Until you don't buy the biggest gift, that thought will be cooled down. So when you have a thought to do good thing, you have to chase it. Vayaratz. That's why Vayaratz. Abraham is always chasing. He's running all the time. Why? Because he's afraid that maybe he will cool down. Sfatemet said, the whole concept of the Brit, I'm sorry, I'm mixing a lot of subject today. The whole concept of the Brit, when he removed the foreskin, when he removed the foreskin, the whole concept of the foreskin was actually to release or remove the cover of the Primiut. Because Abraham, until the Brit, was dealing with God, but he would discover God to the Chetzoniut, to the external thing. After the Brit, he was able to see God from the Primiut. Now we're going a little bit to the Zohar. Before maybe the Zohar, you know, there's so many things tonight that I like that I can stop from sharing it with you. Look at this, we'll keep for later maybe. Yeah. All right. So I'm taking the Zohar Vaera, a Sulam, Pesuktet. Verse 9 from the Sulam. And continuing what I start with Fatimant, after the Brit, the beginning of the Parsha, something happened. Those of you who used Fusi Yashan, is page 97, Amut Bet, second. Until Avram didn't do, circumcise himself, he couldn't get to the level where he did. דהיינו מדרגת הלוק והבט, שנקרא מחזה, מקווה שאני מול מה כתוב וירא אליו השם. Right after Abraham commit the act of the breed, of the circumcision, all of a sudden God is revealing to him. ולא אמר למי, כי לא כתוב וירא השם אל אברהם, יצא וירא אליו השם. He doesn't say that God was revealing to Abraham, he said God was revealing to who? He doesn't say, he said the Zohar. הוא משיב, אם היה כתוב לאברהם, איזה שפך יש כאן יותר? התחילה בטרם של אימון. שגם אז כתוב וירא השם אל אברהם. So if it's written for Abraham, it's not special, because before that you also said that God spoke to Abraham. So now after the Brit, so how do we know? And tell us the Zohar, Zohar continue, and the Zohar say like that. The all Vayare love is code, or coded, okay? When God is revealing himself to Abraham, 
והוא דהיינו הנוגווה יושב פתח האוהל. מה זה, what does that mean? That Abraham sitting in the entrance of the tent. Do you care where he's sitting? Inside, the middle, outside the tent. He's sitting in front of the tent. האוהל, what does this all words mean? וירא אליו השם. Meaning, there is a connection between different levels. פתח האוהל is the נוקווה, the female, is מלכות. וירא אליו השם is as to do with the ארנפין, revealing, true בינה. It's going all the way down to the מלכות, פתח האוהל. כחום היום, היינו שעיר הימין שאוחסת בדרגה שעברה מתחבר בפרוש. אחרת כחום היום, זה המשל קבע בדרגה למדרגה בתשוקה. When it said it was a hot day, two meaning, first meaning, when חום warm coming from chesed from kindness or you can say heart also mean the desire that Abraham had to do everything right was the same level that Malchut can connect now to Zerampin. Rabbi Abba said like Fatimet that before Abraham was circumcised he was not revealed his full potential. So And it's the same like a tzaddik. He said, Kachom Ayom, Rabbi Abba said, Kachom Ayom, according to Rabbi Abba, is a tshuka of tzaddik. It's the desire of a righteous man to do it, to do it right. So the way that the Zohar look at the old story of Vayera, he doesn't look at the tent as a tent, doesn't look like an angel, an angel, and doesn't talk about the conversation of God, the conversation of God. He's talking about the whole behavior of a tzaddik, the old behavior of a tzaddik and how that work. And that's why he continued after they say Vayarat Zlikatan, he ran to them. What does it mean he ran to them? Shukatosh Rabadagat Achtonash, Yanukva Litchaber Vayim. What does that mean that he ran to them? Ura, Abraham, is that what the story about? Do you really care about to know if he ran or walk? Is that add to your life? No. It shows you that Abraham was representing this world, this physical world, is running to the three angels who represent Chesed Gvorat Iferet. וירא וירץ, על הנוקווה שרצה להתחבר בהם. וישתחו ארצה, then he bowed to each other. He bowed to each other. Why he bowed to each other? When you bow to someone, they become more than you. You lower yourself. So they can be משפיע, they can give you. Most people think that if they are above someone, they can, give, they can receive. No, when you lower yourself. For that reason, the throne of God is built from four columns. חסד גבורת יפרד מלכות. חסד זה אברהם. גבורה אז יצחק, יעקב אז תפארת, אין, קינג דיוויד, which is מלכות, is like that. But let's get to understand it. First, what is that thing of revelation? The whole parasha is about revelation, וירא. Each one of us have to remove some part of our spiritual foreskin. Foreskin is not just around the sexual organ of the man. Foreskin can be in the heart. Is it written in Isaiah, Ishaiah? Basirotit orlat levavchem. Vinatatilachem lev basar, vikom lev shel even. The whole orla, the whole concept of orla, which is foreskin, has to do simple. With a cover, they don't let you see something. So how do you climb from your level here to your level where you need to be? What make a difference between 
people. Well, there is people who are in level, let's say, let's say there is five levels. So there is people the lowest level, and there is people the higher. What make a person in the highest level? There is something, Ravash like talk about it, in the Akdama of Tavod Zesvirot, it's called Emunah. The whole idea of Emunah, the whole idea of fate and certainty. Of course, fate and certainty. So they talk about the relationship between human being and God. Every person has a different level of Emunah, different level of certainty. You know, some people, Maminim, they believe when it's come to underdollar. And Ravash like bring an example from the Tamud about two people who believe each other. Some people believe that if they give $100 to someone, they believe that the other person returns it to them. Other people believe $1,000 will be okay. Some people believe $100,000. Some believe $20 million. And then there is people who believe with their life. That's called Mesirut Nefesh. That's the ultimate level of a tzaddik, Mesirut Nefesh, to believe with everything. Like Abraham, like Isaac, Jacob, all of the tzaddikim. So the emunah is basically, is when a person develops his emunah through the study of the Torah, to the doing of the mitzvot. You gotta develop the emunah. So if you study Torah to study, to be intellectual, it's not enough. If you study just to teach, it's not enough. When you study, you have to ask Hashem, please help me with my emunah. I want to believe more in Hashem. I want to believe more in God. And I want to believe in the people of God. And when you develop that emunah, that certainty, it will take you to all new level. Why? Because you cannot see what is really going on now. Ever happened to you that you're suffering from something called blind spot? What is a blind spot? The whole concept of the blind spot is you can't see. You can't see. It's there, but you can't see it. If I will ask you, are you watching what I'm talking about? If I will ask you that, do you see what I'm talking about? And you will answer, absolutely not. Will you be right to say that? Absolutely yes. Just because you don't see it, it doesn't mean it's not there. But if you don't see it, it's absolutely not there for you. So is it there or not there? So if I'm now, I'm not watching what's behind me. Is it there or not? For me, it's not. For you, it is. So what makes people different than others? Emuna. Emuna. If you believe you have emuna, most probably you don't. If you know you don't have emuna, most probably your emuna is a high level. That's how you know. You know, there's people that always believe they believe. They definitely don't believe. And there is people who wish to believe. They definitely believe a lot, but they really want to get to a higher level. So when you want to check if you believe enough, just look inside. What's your belief system look like? Do you believe in yourself that you, oh, I'm good, I'm believing it, I believe in it. But when the test comes, you don't. Because as I say, $100, million, is that the real emuna? That's the real emuna. When I'm uh, doing a job of, let's say, building up someone, I cannot build everybody, because it depends on me. It depends on how much I mean. If I believe in a product or I believe in a person, it's so easy for me to sell that person or the product, because I believe in it. I believe in it. I believe. I believe in Shabbat. I believe in charity. I believe in Kabbalah and the Zohar and Tikkun and Zohar. I believe in it. 100%. Believe in it. Believe that Tzedakah can save a life. Believe Shabbat can make your life better. Believe when you study Zohar, Kabbalah, and Tikkun Zohar, your life is getting better. Those things are 100% for me. So when I talk to people about it, they feel it. I don't even need to talk. I just start to talk a little bit and it's open up the gate of heaven. So I don't know what your belief system look like or what you believe in. What do you believe in? You know, what do you believe in? 
Do you believe in your business? If you do believe in your business, then people will feel to invest in your business. But if you have some doubts about your business, people will not invest in your business. Some people hire PR and influencer and a writer and all kind of advisor. And this. It's good to do it after you believe in your business. If you hire them as the solution, even if they come with the perfect solution, it will be a failure. Why? Because the owner or the CEO or the president don't believe yet in 100% in what they sell. And if they tell you they do believe, it's only because they have ego. People who have ego enough to say, I believe enough, they are the most egomaniacs. Stay away from those people. They make you sick. They make you go down spiritually. Stay away. But when a person says, I wish I can believe more, those people are good. Those people that come from the soul of Jacob. The other people didn't come from the soul of Jacob. So that's how Abraham keep himself with excitement all the time because he want to believe more. Shukatoshel Tzadik is it called. So when he see the angels, when did he see the angels? Before the word Kechomayom or after? After Kechomayom. What is it telling us? It's telling you when you wake up within you the emunah, the belief system, the certainty, the 100% Kechomayom with excitement, with passion to believe, you're going to start seeing miracles. And for that reason, when we look at Rabbi Meir Valanes, what a beautiful story. His teacher became a mumar, become, he, left, he left everything spiritual, Elisha. And Rabbi Meir Valanes believed in his teacher 100%. What does he do? Is he continue to believe in his teacher or he stop? Well, he continued to believe in his teacher because even after, after the teacher of Rabbi Meir falling apart, and everything is work in the wrong way for uh, uh, the teacher of Abimir and for Abimir himself. He still tried to help his teacher to go back and believe in the Creator. What does that mean? Is that mean that he lost his belief system on his teacher? Or he still believed in his teacher? He still believed in his teacher. And what was the result of that? Rabbi Meir, as a result, because he believed in his teacher after his teacher committed to sin, he believed in the potential of his teacher. He didn't make himself go blind over what his teacher did wrong. And he, after he died, Rabbi Meir died, after his teacher died, he was elevating his teacher to the place where he needed to be. That's the beauty, beauty, about one of the teachers, Elisha, of Rabbi Meir, Balanes. And so your belief system your belief system is making your desire for real. People who know belief system strong. And those of you who want to test your belief system, come and see me. Uh, but you have to sign a document that I will push you to the limit to see if you have any belief system. Because most people I like meet, they have no belief system at all. They say they believe. Until you test them. How far you believe go. How far it go. That's a belief system. That's certainty. You cannot just believe because it's comfortable. You got to believe. Can I believe when things are going really wrong? And that's tough. It's painful, by the way. But what are your choices? You can go through a tough time without belief system, or you go through a tough time with a belief system. Same thing with good time. You can go through a good time without belief system, or you go through a good time without belief system. Which one you prefer? I prefer a belief system. Tell you another secret. Ravashlag, before he does mitzvah, before he washes hands, before he did a motzi, you know what he said? Ribono Shalom, master of the world. Please, through this mitzvah, give me more emunah. You think Rav Ashlag need emunah? The person that I consider Bashir, does he need emunah? 
seem like not, right? I mean, we are not even in the dust of, that you walk on. He asked for emuna. He asked for certainty. Don't we need to ask to believe more? So when people tell you it's not working, I don't know, I forget, only blame them for lack of emuna. They are kofrim. They don't believe in the creator. They don't believe in anything. And that's why things happen. When they start to believe, they will see. And when they see, they will lose their belief. Remember that. If you have people see miracle before they did the work of Emunah, that miracle will destroy them. If people see miracle after they do work like Abraham, that miracle lasts forever. For that reason, those three Malachim, three Malachim, Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, that's a common angel that they say came. And it's written, Abraham running to them, meaning the ratzon of a person, the desire of a person has to be with excitement. If you're already doing something toward another person, do it intense. Double up with everything. Stop asking if a person want an orange juice or water. Give it to them. What's going to happen? They're not going to finish it? Just give them. And Abraham said, hey, is anybody vegan here? Anybody has issue with meat or, or carbs or what has gluten? Oh, he said to his wife, let's bring them the best food we can. That's passion of giving. But that gum is a gift when you have emuna, when you have absolute certainty in the Creator. Oh, you got me now. I'm going to move to Rabbi Isaac Louis a little bit. I'm sorry I'm jumping a little bit today. Uh, I find so many jewels. I won't even go back to the Zohar. So many candies, which is unbelievable. So this is something I didn't know. I thought I knew it, but I didn't know it all the way. When you take Vayar Elav Hashem Belonem Mamre, God revealed to him in the place called Elonem Mamre. Vayar Elav Hashem Belonem Rashetavo Iov. The initial of those letters are Eyov, Job. Job, the book of Job, I'm sure you know about Job, the story with Job, that he was rich and everything was perfect in his life, and then he lost it, and then he got it again. And the continuation of the word, Hashem Belonem Abre, is Yavam. Yavam is an act that you do when uh, uh, a man doesn't have kids, and he dies, then his brother supposed to be meyavemet ishto, he sleep with his wife, and the child is born is boy for sure, and the boy is a reincarnation of his brother. That's called Yibum. So what is the connection to Job? First we remember that Terach, the father of Avram, reincarnates in Job. And Job. And we know that Job was Ben Yevama. Job was born to a woman that her husband died and she couldn't have kids. So, what, what is that has to do anything with us? So they say, Terach was not a tzaddik. Terach was, was all about himself. And it also, he uh, didn't keep Nida, he didn't keep anything. And because Terach injected that kind of conscience to Abraham, Avraham has two sons, Ishmael and Yitzhak. Ishmael has the negativity from Terach, and Isaac has the purity of Avraham. And it's written in Masechet Iruvin, 
עמוד י"ט, שאברהם יושב בפתח גיהנום, אברהם עושה את זה כאילו אברהם אוווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
Those of you who pray Amida, when you do Shomea Tfila, or when you do Vidui, you have to think about the angel Arikel 11 times. And when you do that, it cleans your soul. Alright? Or, um, if you mention this name 242 times, it's going to open your eyes to see things that you cannot fully understand, if you want to do that. Okay? It's take about 242 times. How many times? 42 times. Yeah. Now, Tell us the Ari or Rabbi Chaim Vital. Usually they don't talk in this language. What are we here for? What do we learn from this person? Our job is just to put the fulfillment and the desire together. Rabbi Shimon is teaching, and Ari talk about it, Rabbi Chaimital, that the whole idea when we pray is to put the two S's together, the Abba Ve'ima, the force that gives that force to receive, and then all of this will come all the way down. And we know, as we study Rosh Hashanah, there's two types of connection. One is external, one is in internal. The external never missing. And it doesn't need an awakening. And this is only to create the universe and to continue everything. The second one is to bring new soul to the world. And for that, uh, Us, whatever we do, is to put the male and the female together and to sweet the judgment, to join the mercy. And when we do that, we are bringing down, we're bringing down everything that we need to bring, include, include the money that we need, of course. Yeah. One little thing I want to share with you, with your permission. I know it's kind of jumping today. Yeah. So I didn't answer. Um, the whole concept of the of the akedah. So it's a. This has come from Tikkun Azwar, Tikkun 69. Rashi Tavot, the initial of Asel Olabni, when Isaac asked his father, Father, where is, where is the say, where is the, what we sacrifice? And Avram answered Asel Olabni, the, the sheep is going to be for, for you. Rashi Tavot Evel, his initial of the word Evel. Evel is one of the sons of Adam. So Tikkun Azor said, Shadam Rishon Kodim Shen Kalkel Pa'afod Yikalkel Beshet Ve'evel Ubenoach. 
‫לפחות האדם הראשון, ‫אז הוא אינקרנט, ‫אירינקרנט שט, איסן, ‫באבל, איסן ובנוח. ‫אם כן, אבל התגלגל ביצחק, ‫או אבל קם בקם אייזיק, ‫דבר שאמר אברהם ליצחק, ‫עשה לו עולם בני. ‫דעצמי, אברהם סטוין, ‫you are the same, ‫או נזדד בעוון שהצית ‫בשכינה שהיה אבל, נהרג. ‫why was אבל די? ‫because he was looking at the שכינה ‫in the area he should not look. ‫והוא כשהביאה קורבן, ‫הוא ניקם את הסקרפס, ‫ודעצמי, הוא קם תורינקרנט ‫עם אייזיק. ‫כשהוא היה אייזיק ‫להתחיל את הסקרפס, ‫מהשכינה. ‫הקדוש ברוך הוא לא די שיצא לו מן המיטה, ‫אלא שלא רצה לאסרו על עבודת עיניו עד הזקנה. ‫And God didn't want him to suffer, ‫and he didn't want to take something from him, ‫until he was old, ‫and when he was old, ‫he took away his sight. ‫כי זקן יצחק, ‫ותקנה עיניו פירות. ‫אחד מן טעמים הוא לפי שהצית ‫בשכינה בזמן העקדה. ‫because doing the akeda, while he's dying, ‫at least he enjoyed the kedusha, ‫enjoyed the holiness of the shekhinah, ‫you know? ‫בשכינה. ‫אין הוא ניצא וילכו שניהם יחדיו, ‫אז אברהם מנצחק, ‫אברהם had absolute certainty, ‫זה עושה אמונה שלמה. That's the emunah, the old parasha vayera. You want to have vayera, you want to have vision, you have to have emunah, you have to have certainty, 100% certainty. Avraham reached a level of certainty which is unheard of. But when Isaac asked him, what do we sacrifice? Avraham answered something so powerful and he said to him, I want to show it to you. Elohim yare elo. God will show whatever we need to sacrifice. That emunah, that emunah, okay, that emunah that Avraham has, that certainty that Avraham has, he passed it to his son Isaac. When he passed it to his son Isaac, it says, Vayelchush, Nehem Yachdav, they both walk together. Meaning what? They reach the same level of emunah. If you find people who don't have emunah, if you find people who don't have absolute certainty, Don't be upset. They're just missing to see the universe the way it is. They don't see the universe. They don't. They see the chitzoniyot of the chitzoniyot. It's called klipa. Because the universe is operating, as Rabbi Chaim Vidal explained, you know, one inside another. So you have the rekiim, you have the, the, the skies around, then the klipot, okay? Then you have machzav ha-malachim. Machzav, I think it's called quarry. Quarry of the angels. Then you have the quarry of Neshamot, Machzav Neshamot, and internally is the Oren Sof, is the light of the Ensof. From here to tell you, your soul comes from the inside the Ensof, but your soul has body. The body comes from Klippa. So if a person doesn't work on the Emunah every minute, the Machzav Neshamot is, is unfortunately doesn't come to expression, and the Klippot take over, and then the person has no free will. So feel bad for people who don't have Emunah, because they don't see the universe the way it is. Thank you. Sorry if I confuse you and I jump from subject to subject. May God bless you all. And remember that we're in a different location now and we'd like to do different things together in Shabbat and everything together. And I want to wish uh, all of you a wonderful, wonderful uh, uh, week 
and also make sure that you call each other to help each other with the whole concept of emuna. And uh, remember, October 18 is today, as I promise you, it's a day of change. It's already begin. It will take about four days for this change to take place. So if we start on Sunday, by Wednesday, you're going to start seeing the change. And we want to pray for all the people who need help. And please support us to help more people. We need your support. We're helping uh, this year, the last two years, we helped more people than we ever imagined to do. And we'd like to do it more often. So all the best. And no call to. We just missed what we're supposed to say 242 times. What was the question? Who's asking it? Everyone. Everyone asking it? Yes. I got you. It's more than three? <laughs> yeah. More than four? Yes. Oh, it's a lot of people. Should I say, or yes. maybe I should hold it? I think I want the desire to be on. <laughs> it's actually a lot of meditation. It's about seven levels of meditation. But I give you only one because the other one is, can be dangerous. I don't want to give you all. So, uh, and I would like also to offer my service. I do a new service now that I teach uh, people Torah, spirituality for free between five minutes to 12 or to 15 minutes. Try to reach Debbie so I can teach you. I love to teach you. Just reach out. The name of the angel is Ariel. Ariel. Call to